All right. I don't know if this will end up being episode 42 or just some bonus episode. I'm not really sure yet. Yeah, it could be either. <laughs> we're we're going to be on a regular rec- recording schedule on Monday, presumably to get to the uh, Game of Thrones episodes three and four. Today we are actually at Paper Heroes in Windsor, and uh, we're here for Free Comic Book Day, which is already pretty wild. There was a crowd waiting outside to come in. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. So and now uh, everybody's grabbing comic books. Uh, I haven't checked out yet what the offerings are this year, but a lot of the publishers come to the table every year uh, with free comic books they offer to, to kind of make it a more inclusive culture, get kids in on it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a great family event. That's what we're here to support. We are here also to support a charity called Fight Like Mason Foundation out of Windsor, so supporting uh, the battle of childhood cancer. And then we are also here to just have a little bit of fun and hopefully talk with some of the attendees once things cool down a little bit this afternoon, mm-hmm. maybe sell some raffle tickets for the, uh, for the charity and just otherwise have a lot of fun yeah yeah pretty much in the meantime we do have some topics that we can cover as well until things kind of cool down in here it is star wars day may the fourth be with you so i am glad that we're recording today it's a momentous occasion it is yeah so we i don't think we were all over that last year i don't think we recorded on star wars day last year so no that's that's a mistake that needs to be remedied yeah yeah so now now we're rectifying that here and now (laughs) with the star wars celebration news that we have not delivered for the last three weeks so, uh, uh, yeah, we've got, there's a lot of news actually. It's well, yeah. sad news too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So it is uh star Wars day. We're here kind of with a heavy heart this time around because, uh, just two days ago, Peter Mayhew passed away. Obviously Chewbacca for the original films. He passed away at 74, I believe he was. Yeah. So yeah, he lived a long productive life. Obviously he was, he was the, the, <laughs> I guess you could say the face and the voice of Chewbacca for a very long time. Yeah. And uh, he's already passed along the torch to the newer actor. We can look him up later. But he's, yeah. he's very excited to play the role Oh yeah, Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he did most of the action uh, for the Han Solo film and for Episode Nine. So yes. Peter Mayhew has already been kind of passing off the torch, so to speak. But uh, he did grow up a Star Wars fan, is my understanding. So he was really excited to get to work with Peter Mayhew and to kind of make that happen. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so pretty cool stuff. But we can at least cover the Mandalorian news and Disney Plus news in the meantime uh, before yeah. we get into the free comic book day stuff. Uh, things cool down here. So this place is packed. Holy yeah, smokes. Yeah, I know, for That's sure. That's amazing. No, it's, it's great. amazing, man. So it's really cool to see this is an all-inclusive culture. It's pretty exciting. No, for sure. So we'll get into some of the Star Wars Mandalorian news first. Well, I guess first off I'd like to talk about, because it is Star Wars Day here and free comic book day, but, but yeah. right now we're talking about Star Wars Day. Maybe we should talk about... The impact of Star Wars on our lives, or kind of on our geek lives, geek culture as we grew up, kind of kind of give an introspective into oh, into man. who we are. So we'll, we'll get into a parties. little bit about the hosts of Roto Geek Official Podcast. So this is of course Alex Austin and Rob. And okay, take it away, Rob. Take it away, Rob. Yeah, take it away, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, let me come up with some kind of stabbing thing in your past, and then yeah, yeah you lead on that. <laughs> there are no prepared statements here. Yeah, I guess I'll kick it off then. So just to give you an idea of what oh, I was no, getting no, no. at. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fine. Um, I, was just, uh, I knew that he was yeah, coming look, up to us. So. Star Wars was a cool thing. Uh, I didn't get into it until maybe like 95 or 96. Uh, whatever. At some point, there was like like a repackaging of the original three. So four, yes. five, and six on VHS. And I remember my parents bought me that, and I watched them obsessively for, for months. Like yeah. I would watch at least one a day. It, I was out of control with it, and I was absolutely obsessed. Around that time, too, the Expanded Universe and the Legend series, so the novels were starting to get really big. Particularly Shadows of the Empire had just come out. I think that was a big one. And all the books, all the other books by Timothy Zahn, I think were really big. So Heir to yes. the Empire, you know, things like that. Grand Admiral Thrawn was kind of making his first big appearance around yeah. that time as well. Yeah. So there was just an absolute ton of content out there. And back then, all of that stuff was 
basically going to be canon. That we had no indication yeah. that it was not going to be canon. No, so that we're going no, to be yes. we're going to be seeing there. And uh, so it's just interesting that 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 was about the time I got in. But honestly, that was kind of my return to geekdom because I had kind of been out of comics for a couple of years at that point due to some in- indoctrination <laughs> by, really? by the church. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, so I was just kind of kind of getting back in to the geek life as a kid and just coming back to the realization that man, this is just a community. For everyone, you know what I mean? Star yeah. Wars and comics, and, and it's just it's an all-inclusive environment. Everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome to participate, and that's certainly what prompted us to kind of get into podcasting as well so we could participate uh, at a much deeper level. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of kind of where I got in. I also had these books too. I don't know if you remember. It was um, they were like field guides, but they had like uh, it was like an encyclopedia of characters yes. and an encyclopedia of ships. And one was the yeah. blue book, and one was the yellow book. I had the yellow. You had those. I had the yellow one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I, no, yeah, I did have. The I had one, both, yeah. and I was obsessed with. I think them. That I must have had them in a pack or something like that. It was like dude, a Christmas gift or something. Yeah, I me. poured over them, man. Like it was it was ridiculous. Like yeah, I no. spent so much time on those. It was, it was the ship book for me was insane. Oh, like, dude, I, I must have like, spent. Oh my god! And then that was a cool thing too because you were kind of able to see like so here's a book that has the ships from every single storyline that was going at that point so it's kind of interesting to see like oh there's so much content out there that i haven't even gotten a touch on yet it's really exciting for the time yeah no that was actually pretty intense it was neat too because you were getting to see a lot more of the ships that you wouldn't necessarily see in the show Mm. you were learning a little bit more about them and what their kind of role was in the grander scheme of the universe so it was actually very interesting and they actually still they still come up with those a lot of those books are still getting new runs these days, so it's actually pretty interesting. interesting stuff. Yeah, still, yeah. still in the Legends series. Um, no, now, it, now obviously it takes place in the canon series. So all the stuff they're selling. Oh yeah, because they rewrote Thrawn to some extent. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, did. That's yeah right. Well, Thrawn uh, now comes into play instead of uh, after the mm-hmm. Death Star. He comes into play before it. Yeah. Which is interesting. So now that they're starting to rewrite some of these stories, and obviously these are stories that are sanctioned by Disney, certainly these things will be made into series or something in the future. Series, movies, you know, maybe something for Disney Plus we could end up seeing like a miniseries. But uh, mm-hmm. certainly they're going to end up being made into something in the future, just like a lot of the current comic book runs yeah. that Disney has started up. I believe a lot of those are to sort of make the new content that they can then turn into a film. Well, I mean, we have The Mandalorian coming up, and uh, Thrawn actually made an appearance in, as the, one of the main antagonists in Rebels. So, mm-hmm. which I, I mm-hmm. think you still have to watch yet. Yeah, I still, I yeah. still have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm aware he was in it though. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty exciting. So, <laughs> uh, pretty entertaining stuff. Um, we're we're gonna be getting uh, apparently announcements for some more shows coming down the pipeline. Right now, they're kind of leaning off a bit on their movies, and they're leaning more toward that content. So, yeah. So the one show they have confirmed for Disney Plus that's going to kick in right off the bat. So I, I don't know if it's going to be available. Oh, thank you. There's hair no on problem. my mic. Is hair? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. For, I appreciate no, that. No problem. Um, that's what friends do for each other. Yeah, I guess. They pull hair off each other's mic socks. Okay. Uh, we do have Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk returning for the Cassie and Andor series that's yes. going to be on Disney+. Plus. I don't know if it's a day one series. Uh, I'm not 100% certain of that. But the Mandalorian is, is, though, right? Mandalorian is a day one series. Yeah, day one series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is interesting because... Um, Here's characters that were basically introduced and then, you know, spoiler alert here for Rogue One, but they were introduced and then killed off by the end of the movie. So yes. it's interesting that they're going to end up uh, in this now. So yeah. very, very interesting. Yeah, Disney's been putting together a lot of stuff. There's obviously a lot of kids shows content. Like there's that whole new show cartoon of uh, Rocket and Groot uh, that's on their Disney. Oh, that's uh, right. Sh- yeah, 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 yeah. Adventures of Rocket and Groot. Or, I don't know. That's what I'm guessing it's called, but I don't know what it's this actually called. what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they do have another title, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So we have that coming. It's interesting that uh, so Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk are both returning for that Cassian Andor series. So I guess, I don't know, it's 
Easy Payday or something. I, it could be animated. I don't know. So they haven't said if it's live action or, or animated. I would suspect it's probably animated. I actually don't know because we know that The Mandalorian is going to be live action. Yes. I want to assume that they're going to be doing another live action mm. show for those characters, which would be awesome. Yeah. Though there's still a fair chance that it may just be animated. Mm. Well, we'll have to wait and see. But it, I would imagine it would be very dark. Yeah, and they have uh, Benioff and Weiss as well who are doing a show that we know of. We just don't know what it's about yet. Yes. So, but they're but they're on board to run a show for Disney Plus uh, regarding Star Wars. Yeah, so and there is uh, also the trilogy that is going to still come out by uh, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, yeah, Disney has confirmed that it's still in development. So. Yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, which I don't know why everyone was saying that it wasn't in development. I know people were wishing it wasn't in development. I think, I think it was wishful thinking just based on episode eight but i mean like I, I don't know if episode eight was entirely ryan johnson's fault i think on some level you know disney being directly involved in this and kathleen kennedy the, some of it might have been you know sort of designed by committee oh yeah no yeah. I, I definitely get that feeling that it was especially yeah. for certain aspects and uh, ryan johnson's put out other movies that are fantastic oh yeah absolutely um so i'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt yeah uh, the way that i will admit it has taken me a long time to yeah. get there yeah, uh, and he's been extremely but, yeah. gracious to fans who came back and were upset about episode eight and the way things went down. He's been extremely gracious to them and very kind uh, and forward to them uh, well, on Twitter and stuff about about the fact that okay, it, you yeah. know, it is what it is. I'm glad some people enjoy it. You know, let's you know, let's look forward to the next he, thing. He actually, um, it was weird because he actually voiced uh, along with a bunch of the fans that wanted to do a re-edit of the of the movie of the eighth movie, and he was all he was all about it. Interesting. So that was very it was very strange to see that. So it makes you wonder if maybe a lot of the power was taken out of his hands. Uh, but I mean, at this point, it's really just speculation. Yeah, and I think that's interesting too because if he, if they want to do a recut, that means they probably had a lot more footage that could have been available. Well, th- yeah, and they actually uh, the community raised funds with uh, private backers that were willing to actually fund the re-edit. Right. So it was going to be done all out of pocket of fans. Okay. Uh, but it was going to be given over to Disney to do the edit. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so, amazing. So I hopefully hopefully that ends up coming to fruition someday. I don't, I don't think it will, but. <laughs> Maybe maybe once it's all done. Maybe once it's all said and done. 2020, yeah. they'll do it. Who knows? Uh, who knows? I mean, yeah. you know, at, at one side of things, you want something to be something that it wasn't. But at the same time, you need to make do with the fact that, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. And at some point, you do have to kind of make peace with that. That's true. And and, and move on, unfortunately. And, yeah. and, and and if anyone's listened to this, obviously, you've heard my rants about this. So you know. <laughs> we're not going to get into it here because this is a, no, a family-friendly episode. So no, we're not going to get into it here. No, no, of course not. <laughs> I'm being very tame right now. It's, yeah, yeah, we we are yeah. being very subdued right now. We're really trying hard <laughs> to not <laughs> use any bad words here. So. I'm sorry. I just had like the the most messed up idea. <laughs> what was it? No, nothing. Just go ahead and start with the Mandalorian. I'll get it in there. <laughs> Is it a family friendly messed up idea? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> We're so careful today. Uh, the Mandalorian is actually going to be a day one series on the release of Disney Plus. So uh, yeah. Disney Plus currently has a launch date of November twelfth, yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So I think that falls right in between Frozen 2 and Star Wars, so it's kind of yeah. out of the way of things. Well, they did that because they wanted to have the crossover episode with Frozen, so that's yeah. being lined up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. you got to have that. Yeah. 
So apparently it's going to release for $70 a year U.S. or $7 a month U.S. So oh, so the pricing is actually out. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, the price is out. So in Canada, I mean, that's likely going to be a $100 subscription, I would imagine, because they tend to yeah. really jack the price So for the Canadian market. Yeah. That's from the 90s. That's from the 90s series of toys. We're doing, we're doing a charity raffle here for the Fight Like Mason Foundation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was actually from then. Yeah, yeah. Maybe someday. Probably, actually. <laughs> someday, yeah. <laughs> one day all of this will be Disney. Yeah, yeah, what, the one property Warner Brothers wants to hold on to. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, DC's got to go. Everybody's got to go. <laughs> That's great. I'm not even going to be surprised, though, if Disney actually did pick up DC at some oh, point. Oh, honestly, man, like at this point, I, I, anything's at this possible. Point, I'm anticipating it at this point. Anything's possible. They're scooping everything up. They are. Uh, obviously, and, and like with more and more fervor, too. It's like it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Like 20th Century Fox. I, I don't know that that wasn't a hostile takeover, so I think it might have actually been a very aggressive purchase decision based. It was certainly aggressive. I yeah. more hostile. Yeah. Well, I mean, the intent is certainly hostile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, not everyone made it. There was, there was no. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> So hopefully the Fantastic Four, Wolverine, and the X-Men all made it. That's what I'm concerned about. Um, you know, in all honesty, I, I firmly believe we're going to see Fantastic Four for the second uh, leg of the Avengers. Yep. I believe I, so. I almost guarantee it. I believe so. Yeah. That would make I, a lot I of would sense. not even be surprised if we see Deadpool make an appearance. Yeah. And, and because like he, we, he has in the past. Yeah. And Deadpool could honestly make an appearance in the format he's in now that's the cool thing. They could just translate it over yeah. one for one. So because it's Deadpool and his universe breaks the fourth wall and sort of takes that it could take that route in any any universe any established universe the current one that he's in a 20th century fox or even the avengers universe or the mcu universe yeah so, very very cool very very cool yeah the press conference for the mandalorian um i don't know if you got a chance to watch it okay so here's the thing i didn't watch the press conference i had a friend who was there okay um, and he kind of fed me a bunch of details I'm not going to lie, though. The speed in that which he divulged the information to yeah. me was so fast. But he actually did witness the uh, the preview. They did a preview of the of I saw the first it, too, episode. yeah. yeah, so yeah. People, people, there was automatically bootleg versions up online. So Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. haven't seen it yet. They I'm might have really, all been pulled, but yeah. No, they haven't all been pulled. Oh, they haven't? No, okay. I know they haven't okay. all been pulled. Yeah, they've it was been, an interesting scene. From easy it, it, was, um, it, was all, it was very much like a Western had yes. a very had a very uh, Sergio Leone vibe to it, sort of. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very cool. In fact, uh, th- this is one thing that really stood out about the introduction of this series versus a lot of the other stuff that was going on that week was that you know th- this definitely has its own overarching tone, yes. right? That that uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are going for. Speaking of, so these guys, uh, Dave Filoni obviously was the director of the Avatar animated series on, on Cartoon Network for a long time, very, very venerated, very beloved series. Yeah, uh, and obviously John Favreau is a series starter and major Disney. Player right now he made the jungle book made the lion king he's doing mandalorian and he did iron man and plays happy hogan throughout the yes. throughout the last uh, 22 movies in the mcu which we actually saw him again yeah, we actually saw him yeah yeah that was actually so, nice uh, I, that was a great scene yeah. <laughs> so yeah i loved it i loved it but uh so he plays happy hogan so john favreau is definitely the series starter guy for them it's really interesting to see him major, playing a major role in show running for uh, the Mandalorian, so he even came out and said that they are inspired by sort of westerns and by older cinema. And he mentioned he even mentioned um, I don't know if he mentioned it straight up, but like uh, like the like the Seven Samurai and well, uh, yeah, I think they're kind of going to the roots of what Star Wars right. originally came from, right? Which was like definitely Seven Samurai for sure. Yeah, and then it's going to be neat to see this adaptation because I, I believe Favreau has a at the end of the day a love for the content that he yeah. makes. And I, 
and I've not seen anything come out from him that hasn't really been of good quality, or at least a, a clear attempt at what he was trying to pull off to be something memorable. Right. So I'm, I'm very hopeful. Yeah, for, hopeful, for the hopeful is the right yeah. word, I would say. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. because I mean, like, even somebody with the best intentions can make a mistake. Oh, and, sure. And I mean, you, you can't you can't not acknowledge that possibility. It's happened in the recent past, and I mean, there, there's a huge budget behind The Mandalorian, $100 million, but there was also a $330 million budget behind Han Solo. Yes. So, you know, like, and, and, and certainly that didn't resonate with everyone. The thing is, though, that I love Solo. And I, I think, love it, too. I think, honestly, it's a sleeping hit because I think most people didn't see it in protest of 8. Yeah. But I think that uh, as as I've talked to people who did that and they've gone back and watched mm-hmm. it, they've absolutely loved it. Well, the, the anthology films that have come out since uh, 2015 are my favorite newer Star Wars films. So Rogue One and Han Rogue, Solo. Yeah. Uh, seven and eight. You know, seven I quite liked. Eight was all right. Uh, nine is definitely looking up. So hopefully hopefully they're able to kind of bring it back around for the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. But I really want that to be the end of the Skywalker saga because yeah. there are other stories to tell in this universe. So many stories to tell. I'm, and, I'm, uh, I'm really hoping to do a uh, screen adaptation of 1313. So since, since that would be amazing. That. So you're talking about the backstory of Boba Fett? Yeah, but yep. uh, 1313 was also supposed to be a game uh, yes. that got pulled. Yep. And it's that was still, Amy Hedick's game. Yeah, they've never canceled it, which is odd. Mm. And then we had another... Uh, you're right. The project was never officially canceled. That's correct. Yeah. yeah, and Volition also had a game that was coming out, and everyone was psyched for that. And then that also got shelved. So I'm like, it, it's really concerning that we're getting a lot of these like high-profile games for Star Wars. Yeah. That are ultimately being canned before release. It is strange, and uh, and the fact that there was just so much disorganization on EA's end regarding those properties and when they're coming yes. out and what they look like, and and clearly, you know, I, I would guess that the division between them and Amy Hennig definitely came from the fact that they're probably really trying to control, right? So yeah. the yeah, trying to control the amount of content and the quality of content that's coming out. So um, that'd be most likely. It's just odd though because we're, we know that there's another expansion coming for a game like Star Wars The Old Republic which is the MMO yep. that's been out. Uh, so that's getting another expansion. But the In canon part, expansion? No, because that's the thing, right? None of the Old Republic is supposedly canon or at least hasn't been acknowledged. Did, Bio, did Bioware do that? Who did that? Bioware originally did yeah, Knights yeah. of the Old Republic uh, right. and then Obsidian did uh, Knights of the Old Republic Obsidian. 2. Obsidian, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, of course EA's uh, helmed uh, with Bioware, uh, the MMO. Okay. And that has been such a mixed bag. Right. That, that MMO has, like, there's some legitimately good story, but there's also some really bizarre stuff that they've added in. They've right. certainly taken the force up to a higher point than it is in the movies. Yeah. It is. Uh, it has been something to watch. Yeah. That's for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely yeah. has been. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, you're good. All peanut free. All peanut free, everybody. <laughs> Go for it, man. <laughs> I actually grabbed a bunch of hash browns thinking I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have these hash browns. No, it's not ever happening. <laughs> what is? <laughs> They're in my bag, hash browns. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was so excited for them. I'm like, no. <laughs> I've got my tea, though, so everything's good. Tea, tea, is, tea will take the place for now. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I just finished my coffee, but I brought I brought a Diet Pepsi just in well, case see, I get the see, hankering. See, I, I'm evil. I double-double my tea, so... Oh, nice. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, the, the energy, though, of that, you said you had a friend at the uh, conference for The Mandalorian, which is really interesting. The, the energy there was so different, man. It was so different. So the energy was completely uh, shifted from Episode Nine. Episode Nine was very, it was very subdued, and it was almost like, it was almost like, you know, purposely, sub, like purposefully subdued. Like that was that was uh, the kind of tone that they were going for, which is really strange. I don't know, I don't know why they would be trying to do that. 
I think maybe they're trying to make it so that there's no hype being built up about it because there was so much hype built up about eight. Yeah. And then eight tanked. And I mean, and that's like that's a perception problem, right? A part of it is a perception problem. Is when you hype up a uh, anything too much and you don't deliver on it. Yeah. You get crucified for it yeah so uh, i'm wondering if maybe that might be uh, a part of a part at play there right but um yeah i don't know uh it, it could be a million things yeah. it could be just it could just be that people there were not excited about it yeah could and be. i mean and and that's not necessarily a foreign concept yeah because a lot of the fans do feel betrayed by the series at this yeah. point but oh hey we got we got a couple special guests here what's hey, going what's on Free comic book day. We have Jacob here. Jacob has actually been featured on the podcast before. So, yeah. how's it going, man? Yeah. So here to here to scoop up some free comics. Yeah, we're talking Star Wars right now. You can hop in, man. Did you see Star Wars Celebration? Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. That's what we're talking about right now. Yeah, the Mandalorian. So, yeah. may the Force be with you. So. We we have it. We have it over here. <laughs> It was it, it blew up so fast we didn't have time to put it up. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna try and get it up later on when things calm down a bit. Yeah, we're just gonna yeah. try string it on the front of the table or something. But we have yeah. the sweet cards though. Yeah, we do have the sweet cards, <laughs> the sweet business cards out. Oh man. <laughs> and now we're doing uh, charity raffle items here. So it's uh, one ticket for a toonie and five dollars for three tickets. Yep. So and then uh, and basically we do the draw after. Oh, cool. So it's really, really exciting in here. We just had a quick break. Uh, with the <laughs> raffle, the raffle's blown up. We're actually raising a good chunk of money for Fight Like Mason, which is really exciting. No, so I'm course, so yeah. glad to see that. Uh, everyone in here is so accommodating and are actually excited that they're here and willing to give. So it's been a really good yeah. event so far. Really yeah, good no, event. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so exciting. We were talking about the Mandalorian, and uh, we're talking specifically about just the energy level in the two sessions between that and the episode nine. And yeah. we, we mentioned episode nine. Like we, we get it. It's, it's it was more subdued. They're trying to be more mysterious. You mentioned maybe they're not trying to drive as much hype just because of what happened with the last episode of the Skywalker saga. But you know what, man? With the Mandalorian, they're bringing something fresh. They're bringing something new. They got John Favreau behind it. They got Dave Filoni behind it. So honestly, I think that looks like the ticket for me. That's that's the thing I'm most excited about. Coming yeah. out of this Star Wars celebration was the Mandalorian. I'm so excited to see more expanded universe content and to get away from the Skywalker saga because we've seen what happens now when we take something that's, you know, we're trying to continue the same story over the course of you know 40 plus years, yeah. right? And now now we're seeing that it doesn't always work out the way we want it no, to. No, it doesn't always work. So out. really interesting. Oh, we got Kylo Ren here. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> also a fan. Also a fan. <laughs> so all peanut free too. So. <laughs> Oh, go for it. I, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> so what's really exciting about The Mandalorian, though, is that they are, they are having a different take in the Star Wars universe. They're, Disney is finally loosening to the grip and yes. allowing it to expand beyond the Skywalker saga and the events that happen within the Skywalker saga. Yeah, it, it is kind of fascinating, too, to think of it from a uh, like a forward and backward perspective, right? They're like, okay, we're going to take all this expanded universe stuff and we're going to trash it. Now here's an expanded universe. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and it's exactly. kind of like... I get why they did it, because they want to just have more creative control, as ultimately what they want to do. They want to get rid of some of the stuff that was a bit more controversial mm -hmm. in the old Legends lore. Yep. Um, they wanted to kind of, like, reform and move forward. Uh, it, it's going to be very interesting to see the differences that happen, some of which I know that they've already spoken to that have already riled fans up way too much. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, big, yeah. The big thing, of course, the Bothans. 
Yeah, uh, they're talking about like potentially removing them as a race, and people are like, "Don't you dare do yeah, that!" Yeah, don't do it. No, because many Bothans died to bring us the information, even though now we know, obviously, that happened off screen. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, though, like when they're like, "Oh yeah, well the Bothans could have been like a special forces unit," it's like, no, that's not how they talked about them, though. Like, no, you, they, wouldn't, you wouldn't say, that, oh, they were, they they were just like underground intelligence, right? That, yeah. that was their role in, in the universe before Disney took over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were, uh, they're, they're a very interesting race in, in the sense of like they're kind of cutthroat and uh, devious in yeah. nature. They're very cunning species. Yeah, yeah. And it would, be, it would be a shame to lose something over just the, just the ability to change something doesn't yeah. mean you should change well, something. Well, um, Bothans are still in, though, because isn't Kiati Mundi? Kiati Mundi, the Jedi is a Bothan, I believe. He was in he would have been in Star Wars episode one and two. Look him up real quick. We'll, we'll continue on. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Kiati Mundi, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I think I he's a Bothan. Yeah. So anyway, uh Favreau has definitely referred to the Western genre as one of his inspirations for the Mandalorian, uh, which is actually set to take place after Return of the Jedi, but before the rise of the First Order. Oh, so no, dude, it, he's a yeah no he's a Syrian. Oh, okay, what is so the pointy yeah, head? The con- the conical head. Yeah, yeah the cone heads. They um so, ra- random fun backstory time. Okay. The reason why their heads are so massive is because they actually have a binary brain. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, they talk about how uh, Jedi, uh, similar to Kiari Mundi, um, are very... They come at things very differently because they can divide their brain in such a way that like, they understand like the dark side right. of the Force with one section, another section devoted right. to the light, and then that kind of... like combination of them gives them a wider perspective interesting huh yeah that's wild that's yeah. wild yeah <laughs> well that's an expanded lore so i mean that may that's obviously subject to change no, it's really cool and subject to my bad memory so possibly mixing up with something else possibly yes yes yeah. we do but no no very I poor that, memories. Is, that is kind of like the way that they're they uh, work i do yeah i'm really i'm yeah. really hoping that Fevro does take this take this in the direction of sort of like a like a seven samurai or uh kurosawa kira kurosawa films that yeah. sort of mentality like i think it's gonna be really really cool ig88 is confirmed to be a character on the show oh really so yep. we're gonna see Ooh, that's interesting bounty hunters bounty hunters galore yeah so yeah. we'll probably also get a a view of bosk at yeah. some point uh boba you, you could even see boba fett as a guest character right yeah. so who knows or maybe even they come in as primary characters in another season or just come in as a skeleton in the belly of a sarlacc we don't know disney hasn't said yet so. yeah i haven't said it yeah, whether yeah, or not yeah. he got out of that yeah. eh? interesting mm. so i'm sure it'll be answered in this show if anything so he is a mandalorian <laughs> yeah yeah to a degree he is and then uh, <laughs> we'll get into that later, gonna, I guess. Get, I know I'm going to get that's a wrench. Yeah. That. yeah, that's a wrench. No, uh, but, uh, let's yeah. see. There's a budget of $100 million for this show for eight episodes, which yes. is nuts. Absolutely nuts. So this is definitely on par with uh, Game of Thrones spending currently, which has been about $15 million per episode for the final season. Yeah. So of six episodes. So pretty wild budget there. That's $90 million. Or I thought they spent close to $100 million on the current season. So pretty wild. Let's see, that's actually similar to the Showtime Halo series, which has a 10-episode budget and also $100 million. And that is and that is coming, yeah. Yep, yeah, that is so coming. I'm pretty excited yeah, that's about happening. that. Yeah. Yeah, we covered it. We covered yeah, the latest couple details a couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe two episodes ago. We're going to get Sweeney. Um, what's that? <laughs> We're going to get Chief Sweeney. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you, still have to, you still haven't watched <laughs> it. I know yet. I still need to watch it. Don't say well, it. I'm just going to keep hammering that point home. So we're talking about American Gods again. This is, this is like a common theme now. Oh, Stranger Things comic. It's a running theme. What's that? Stranger Things comic. Didn't actually know it was a comic. Run. Oh, I didn't know that either. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Uh, we're learning a lot of things here today at Free yeah. Comic Book Day. 
So Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian title character. Carl Weathers is also going to be in the show. Obviously, this is Apollo Creed from the Rocky series. He's a character named Grief Karga. Don't know who he is yet. UFC fighter turned actress Gina Carano is going to be in the show as oh, really? uh, a character named Cara Dune, who is allegedly an ex-Rebel Shock trooper. Oh, it's wow. her history. Kind of interesting. That is interesting. So we'll get to see the remnants of the war and, and, and everything. A Rebel like Shock trooper. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, here's the thing, though. So we know these characters. Are these all people playing human characters? Are we getting some aliens? Are we getting some I've seen droids? a picture of her and, and Carl Weathers, and they're both human characters. or human-like characters. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's unfortunate. Yep. Well, maybe. Who knows? I, but just, I, I like the idea that um, they would be bringing some more diversity in the sense of the interior lore yeah. species. Yeah. Well, presumably they will because uh, they also have some other actors who aren't, there's no images out there of them in character yet. So, for instance, uh, Gus from Breaking Bad, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, he's going to be featured in it as well. Yeah. No word yet on whether he's playing a character or he's just going to be involved as like a CG character we don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, same thing regarding Werner Herzog, who the famous director who's yeah. also going to be acting in this somehow. Uh, Taika Waititi is going to be in there as a voiceover. So there will be at least one CG oh, character, so and Nick, Nick Nolte as well. That so. may very well be a droid then. Yeah, well, Taika Waititi would make sense as a droid character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick Nolte, I think his his voice would make sense as an alien species of some sort, because yeah. in real life he's kind of like an alien, so I think that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> and him and Gary Busey both come from the same planet, would be my theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, it'll, be fa- it'll be fascinating to see how that plays out. However, Gary Busey is unfortunately in no way connected to the show, so it's... <laughs> Such a shame. Yes. Such a shame. Yes. Cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Mandalorian. I suppose you are too. Yeah. No. Are I we am. in I'm on this? Are we doing day one? Yeah. 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 Sweet man. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. We got to figure out how that's going to play out. You're ridiculous. <laughs> so cool. We're seeing everything we want. Yeah. We're already deep in on this, Rob. We're deep oh, in. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, so. uh, as a quick out of nowhere, Battlefront Two. Have you ever taken part in it at all? No. So they've been recently revealing, or they've been releasing uh, Clone Wars era content, more Clone Wars era content. Oh, We've been cool. seeing Very like cool. uh, General Kenobi, nice. um, Anakin, obviously yeah. being Vader. Uh, no, I played the first one because I got the Darth Vader edition PS4 back yeah. when I got my PS4, and that came with the first one. And I played yeah. a bit of it just out of like curiosity, mm-hmm. but the fact that it had no local multiplayer really turned me off to it. Really, really, yeah. yeah. That really Local turned me off hard. Never going to happen again, my friend. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. But well, I <laughs> no, mean, it it may, if, if a version re- of it ever goes to the Switch, it will. It'll, but. it'll research. It'll research. Yeah. But um, I was going to say though, they've actually uh, also for the uh, CIS, they added uh, of all characters, they added Dooku, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah, and Grievous. Grievous would be sweet. Yeah, obviously yeah. the four lightsaber wielding Grievous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you're using some of his abilities, it's it's vicious. It's gonna look amazing in uh, in HD. It, it does. Yeah. It does. That's awesome. Yeah. They even have a version of him that's the battle. He was damage he was version. in uh, the original Battlefront too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Back in PS2, not, not like in these in this iteration, he acts like Grievous. Right. Like you see him get on all fours and like scamper forward and like slash. That is so people. sweet. So the creepy version, the yeah, cool yeah, creepy yeah. version. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good, good, good. I like that they couldn't cut him out. I like yeah. that there's characters that like Disney just kind of had to take on for better or worse. Mm-hmm. So he's one of them, obviously. Like uh, you know, guys like you know. well, he's like a he's like a Kalish uh, cyborg, right? Right, so right, right. Yeah, very, very interesting. Stuff. So that's that's a whole side of the universe they haven't really dug deep into yet. At, yeah. at least in live action stuff. I don't know how deep they got into Grievous in the animated series. I would suspect very um, deep, but hmm. Because uh, he was in, in Clone cartoon, Wars, right? Clone Wars cartoon for yeah. sure, and he was uh, he was in the Clone Wars animation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first the first what was it eight episode or ten episode season or whatever. 
Yeah, you're talking about the uh, cartoon ones yep. that were done by the same person who did Samurai Jack? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Grievous was prominent in that one. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Excellent, man. All right, but that's it for The Mandalorian. Looking forward to that. And we'll be back with some uh, Disney Plus news. Wait, wait, wait. So tell us, tell us, Rob, tell us about the Star Wars minerals well, that you've been researching. Yeah, yeah. Super <laughs> I got to know all about this. <laughs> okay, so anyway, what ended up happening was I was doing research because I was like, we know what uh, materials are used for the majority of like Star Destroyers, stuff like that. Okay. What? What? So what in, in the lore, what uh, do they dunium. say? Dunium. What is it? Uh, dunium. Dunium. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Is that like grayish kind of uh, metal that's used okay. for uh, hauling the majority of Star Destroyers, things like that. Yeah, sort of grayish, bluish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. A uh, very, very strong material. So I was like, okay, well, what do they use, though, for their cybernetics? Yeah. Because I had no idea what ore was actually, like, what metal is used for. Probably the same stuff. See, that's what I thought, too. Well, not not dunium. Oh, because but it has to like, be, like, lightweight. Yeah, it would be a lightweight yeah. metal and stuff like that. So, like, I was just like, you know what? I'm curious. I had, like, a good 30, 40 minutes to kill. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research this. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. That was my essential of my lunch break. Right. I, uh, I went in and I started trying to figure it out. So I actually went through the entire list of uh, Wikipedia's uh, metal ores. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> So it was really interesting because it actually led to some pretty neat stuff. I like, believe it or not, uh, as big a buff as I am about Star Wars, yeah. I actually didn't even realize that the they had the uh, essentially the mass relays right. from Mass Effect, right? Where their original way of uh, moving through hyperspace they're called hyperspace cannons. Okay, they would actually fire ships through hyperspace. Oh, interesting! Into hyperspace. Oh, that's so similar to uh, that's similar to Cowboy Bebop or Mass Effect. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So it Very was, interesting. It was just kind of neat to see that and that, that had been established in the lore so long ago. And I was like, I wonder if that is actually uh, potentially what. Uh, maybe led to the creation of these things in mm. other science fiction yeah. things. Like, you always got to wonder, like, where do these things originate from? I never actually looked into it. I'd be interested to figure out who kind of did the catapult yeah. uh, version of uh, Faster Than Light first. Because, like, gateways are one thing, right? They go through one gate, come on another, sure. But, like, an actual catapult where it's like, okay, now figure it out. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of that's sort of the conceit of this universe is that where we come in is is the, the viewer of the Star Wars universe, right? They're, yeah. they're already... That's already ancient technology, right? Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. the 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 faster than light travel and and mm-hmm. and lightsaber and all these things, it's all it's all ancient technology to them. So it's it's a such a lived in universe. It's almost like you know this is this is the universe after you know whatever cataclysmic problem takes out most everybody. This yeah. is who's left. This is the remnants of civilization, right? So yeah. and it's it's just interesting that. You know, they don't really dig too much into that. Like, it, it's kind actually, of the conceit of it. No, they did, actually. Yeah, well, was in whole... the expanded universe and well, stuff like that. Universe, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, like, they had the whole, like, Rakata Empire or stuff like right, that. Like, the, right, The precursor empire or stuff yeah, yeah. before everybody else, yeah. Yeah, so it'd be, it'd be stuff that's kind of out of canon at this point. But I would say, yeah. like, in so much as Disney just hasn't replaced it yet, for our sake, I would see it as canon until they yeah, until decide otherwise. to do something different. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So I'm undecided. So I'm going to be buying this Millennium Falcon here today because yeah. I reg- I've regretted not buying it since I first saw it. And luckily, it here. nobody got and, grabbed it yet. And, I've, and I've, I assume that along the way, somebody else must have grabbed it. But there's a there's a 90 series. In fact, we have a couple things. We have the Star Wars speeder bike. So with Luke Skywalker, <laughs> armed with green lightsaber. Up. Yep, and it blows up. 
And uh, that's from the 90s. I think it's the 94, 95 run of Kenner toys. Yes. So back when Kenner was still a thing. And then I also have the Dash Renders Outrider at home. That's that's proudly displayed in our podcast room. But they also had uh, an unopened, and those are both unopened. And there's also an unopened Millennium Falcon from the 90s series here, yeah. too. And uh, and they had it here last time when I picked up the Outrider and then the prizes for, for the uh, raffle today. And, I, and I've regretted so much not buying it since I saw it last because yeah. it's such a good price here. So I'm picking it up today. It may or may not be a raffle item for the Comic-Con later on this year in September. Yeah. It'll it'll be proudly displayed in the podcast room until then, and then I'll decide. Yeah. But it may not. <laughs> but it may not. Your, your greed may get the better of you. So it depends. It will really depend. Yes, it will. It will really depend if uh, we get other prizes donated and what those are. So I'm, I'm going to seek prize donations for the Comic-Con. Yeah. So And then uh, for the raffle there. And then, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Based on the success of Free Comic Book Day. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's actually been going very well. Yeah, this is our testing ground here. Well, I mean, it's quite the turnout. It's really nice to see all these people coming out and coming together, supporting all this stuff. It's been constant today, too, a constant stream of people. There there have honestly been hundreds of people in here today. I'm sure they've already rung out hundreds of transactions for stuff that people are purchasing as well. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the regulars are showing up today as well because they have uh, 30% off uh, backdated editions uh, of the comics, right? So older editions. So some Mm -hmm. good stuff going on in here today. I was just oh, reposting yeah, sure. on, on Facebook and social media, too, so hopefully nice. word, hopefully word's getting out. So let's see. We'll get into Disney Plus news that we have that here as well, uh, in addition to the Mandalorian news. Yeah. Not New Game Plus like Dark Souls, just Disney this Plus. Is, well, this is. It's, it's kind of New Game Plus because you have everything. Because the vault's unlocked, right? Yes. You, you have everything already. That's true. This is just, that is playing true. Through, yeah, yeah, you're playing through in God mode for this point. Like that's. But why do they actually call it Plus? Do we know that? Is there any reason why the Plus was uh, added to this? Because Disney flicks probably would have got them into some hot water with Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because what's the DC one called? Is it a DC? Is there a DC one? Yeah, there's a DC one. Seriously? Yeah. DC Direct or I something. It, I thought it was just on Netflix. Like all the DC no, stuff. Well, on I mean, all of their stuff ends up getting licensed out for Netflix and stuff like that too. But no, there is a DC one. I just can't remember what it's called offhand. No idea. So anyway, they, I didn't. I don't think they did it right because they're not driving enough uh, to their it. platform with exclusive content. Yeah, it's out there. You can look it up. Oh, pretty crazy. So, and then uh, for Disney Plus, though, uh, first major news we have is that the entire Vault collection of films will be included in the service, which is first, uh, it's a momentous occasion. Yeah. So, because is. this has been our business model for decades. Basically, what they tried to figure out was like, um, okay, I saw some numbers run to try and determine, like, how are they actually going to turn a profit on this? So, Business Insider is reporting that the licensing revenue that Disney will be losing by focusing all their content into the streaming services is equal to $2 billion per year, which means that Disney will need at least 32 million subscribers based on the U.S. pricing for the service uh, at $9 a month to break even, according to some quick math done by Matt Wood at Cinema Blend. They'll do so, that. Yeah, oh, I think so. so easy. 32 million? Yeah. But uh, think about it, though. It's not even just like uh, North America. They'll be reaching into like Japan. Huge, Disney's huge, oh, yeah. huge, oh, yeah. huge, huge there. And certainly all the dub versions of the films will be up there. So, yeah, it'll be, yeah. It'll be a major well, they've event. They've already got all the work done. Yeah. So, like, I don't actually agree with what they're saying here, that they'll break even. Break even based on what grounds? Because the majority of stuff, they've already made profits on all yeah. this stuff. This yeah, stuff yeah. is just stuff that's laying around. Like, yeah. hey, just get it and some there. of it might even be somewhat stale in terms of what they're pulling in on it, right? <laughs> so this could actually help pull in more revenue based on you know what it was doing before. So you take something yeah. older like uh, like Sword in the Stone or something like that, right? The 60s oh, and 70s Disney the, films. Uh, what was the old Disney film that did not do very well? There's so many. <laughs> oh no! There's one where it's like it had to do with like the cauldron of uh, evil or something. The black like cauldron. That. The black cauldron. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's gonna be up there. Yes, it will. Song of the South. 
Oh, I know. Yeah, well, it's a two. That one. I would hope so. Yet. I don't think it's going to be. So, but I, I think time has not been kind to that in terms of uh, how it's viewed. Yeah, but everyone knows Song of the South, but nobody knows Song of the South. Like everyone knows the song. Well, right, but but the trouble is, is like the actual oh, film it definitely yeah. definitely has some. Um, uh, what we'll call it pre-Civil War undertones to it. Yes. <laughs> so, like, yeah. uh, it's, it's... uh you can move on from it. <laughs> time has not been kind to it. Time has not been kind. But yeah. certainly, I, I think everything will be on there at some point. Uh, so the release date is November 12th, as we talked about before. Uh, and Disney Plus is a direct-to-consumer platform like Netflix, Hulu, and Crave. And then tw- there's going to be 25 original series on Disney Plus in its first year. So more on this later. Um, interestingly, in the acquisition of Fox... Uh, they also acquired The Simpsons. So the 30 prior seasons of The Simpsons will be on Disney Plus from day one. Wow. Yep. Yep. That alone. Yeah. So think about that. You also have like Alien movies. Alien movies will probably be up on Disney Plus. So because that was also in the acquisition. So uh, not Harry Potter. Who am I thinking of? Um, there's a couple other really big properties too they inherited from 20th Century Fox that are going to end up in there. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. That must be Maybe insane. like Back to the Future, something like that. Yeah. That makes sense. A lot of this stuff, right? So well, really, really interesting. Back to the Future is uh, more universal. Oh, is it universal? I think so. Okay, then don't listen to me. But is I don't it know. Universal I'm Disney? I, don't know. I think Universal is Disney. Is it, is it now? I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. I think it's owned by Disney. Look it up. That's an interesting. That's something we should probably know for the sake of this. Cinema Blend has also reported that upwards of seven thousand episodes of shows and four to five and four hundred to five hundred movies will be available on day one. So this is including all the TV shows they've inherited, all the movies they've inherited, live action, animated, everything. So it's an enormous amount of content that they're talking about on there right off the bat. An enormous amount of content that we will never have the time or energy to watch. No, no, yeah, it's uh, it's owned by NBC Universal. Oh, okay, NBC. Yeah. They are the major motion picture and former competitor to Walt Disney Studios. Yeah, former competitor. Interesting. So why are they no longer a competitor? Because Disney bought them too, just without us knowing. What companies are owned by Disney? So here's an interesting thing. They're developing unscripted series as well for Disney+, Plus, including cooking and building competitions and even a travel show starring ex-ABC journalist Bob Woodruff and his son traveling to the world's least likely destinations. So it looks like it's a takeoff. I don't know if you saw on Netflix the show Dark Tourist. Did you see that? Not yet, no. Dark Tourist is so good. It's a great show on Netflix. Got a really funny guy. Uh, he's a New Zealand journalist doing it anyway really really good show so it looks like a takeoff on that so they're gonna have their own sort of travel show on there there's also a series titled i don't know if you've heard of this the world according to jeff goldblum what yeah which is some kind of talk topical docu-series from what i can tell actually you know i just i did watch one episode of that i actually would i would watch the rest of it oh i'd, I'd watch the whole thing yeah Goldblum. so tons of stuff coming on disney plus that maybe you didn't expect so oh, anyway great. yeah we're in on day one at least for the mandalorian we'll take everything else as kind of a bonus Yes. <laughs> That's good. No, That's of good. course. Uh, but, I mean, like, we'll also see, like, the Clone Wars and the new, the new season of Clone Wars. I'll be coming out on that. Yep. Uh, we got Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could be good stuff. Yeah, good all the stuff. animated series are going to be making an appearance, too. So, really, really cool. Yeah. I figure in this episode we could also cover off on the, uh, the news on the Sonic trailer. We could take a bit of a break and then come back to that. But, uh, yeah, I thought it would be fun to talk about the Sonic trailer blowback. So, I haven't actually watched the trailer yet. Oh, you haven't? Okay, yeah. so we'll take a break so you can watch it. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. As long as it has been pulled. Okay, so I guess the 
last bit we have to cover here is actually regarding a uh, little thing known as the Sonic live-action movie. You just saw the trailer. Obviously, there's a lot of Jim Carrey in it as Dr. Robotnik slash Eggman. I think there's one quick shot of him as Eggman. Was there in there? Did oh, you see Oh, there's it? a couple shots of him yeah, as yeah, yeah. Eggman. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get to see him as Eggman as well. And uh, I think Jim Carrey, the idea is like him and you know, sort of James Marsden are probably going to carry the movie. So ultimately, yeah. so but Sonic is an element of it as well, CG Sonic, and there was a bit of an uproar around that Sonic when it was first revealed. What he looked like? So because he looked, uh, he was very anthrop- fuzzy. anthropomorphized, very fuzzy, has features more similar to a human being in terms of proportions, body yes. proportions. Yeah, like yeah. A, like a torso and legs and arms similar to a human being, and a bit of concern around that. And uh, and by bit of concern, I mean a massive uproar online uh, yeah. that is that is actually since even taken over uh, that we're less than a week after Avengers Endgame and uh, Game of Thrones season eight episode three came out, the Battle of Winterfell, and yet the attention is on Sonic the Hedgehog and, and how awful uh, he looked in that trailer. So yeah, yeah, pretty well. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. No. <laughs> so so what's happened since then? And you saw the trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Help yourself. Go for it. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what it's there for. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's all about the hot dogs too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't take as much as you like. All good. No, no, it's all good. It's no, fine. The, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Black Widow, Captain Marvel dropping in no, here. Yeah, no big good. deal. <laughs> I just went out and got pictures with uh, those guys, too. Yeah, 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 But Nora was wearing a DC bib, so I made sure to point that out, nice. too. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, man. Well, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you just saw the trailer. What did you think? I don't know what to tell you. I mean, <laughs> this is one of those moments where it's like, okay, you clearly wanted to do something uh, in something the, in the real space of like animation, yeah. like, but like the real world version of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it doesn't take uh, a time machine to see how poorly that's gone in, the, gone in the past. Yeah, you have to like really nail it. Like you have to like Detective Pikachu trailer levels of nail it. Now the early reviews for Detective Pikachu are out because there's no uh, yeah. there's no embargo on that. So the first reviews are coming out. IGN actually gave it an eight out of ten. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or eight point awesome. However, do the rating scale, but yeah, eight out of ten, uh, which puts it into the great movie category, which uh, I don't think has ever happened for for a video game based film. So Hold pretty on, amazing. There's something. There was uh, there was one video game that did really well. You're thinking well. of Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. No, I'm not. no. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Come on. You're thinking of Pixels. <laughs> no, and I'm not thinking about Assassin's Creed either. So yes, don't, yes. Don't. You're thinking of Assassin's Creed. That was the one. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Those were all horrific. All of them. <laughs> you're not going to think of it. There was nothing else. No. That, oh, you're thinking of the original Mario Brothers movie. Nailed it. Yeah, Nailed yeah. That's it. the one. That's, that's the, the one. one. Yeah. John Leguizamo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a good no. one. Yeah, it was a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah. Blockbuster hit. Big clearly. blockbuster hit. Yep, Nintendo is very happy Certainly about it. Certainly a cult classic. It is a cult classic now, for, for sure. The, for, it's, the, for very different reasons. It definitely falls into the category of so bad it's good. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's oh, a guilty I pleasure. Get, I got to get you those uh, old uh, script uh, uh, iterations that they tossed. Yeah, I remember you were talking about that yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no I want to see that. Fantastic. I want to see that. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I think you're right. This is uh, You got to get it just right the first time through, especially because if they're trying to make this into, into a bigger, longer thing. Yes. So they really got to hit the first movie right um, to the tune of, you know, I mean, 
what does a movie have to do now for it to really become a thing? Like five, six hundred million dollars minimum on its yeah. first run to really become a thing in the future. They won't do another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just to become profitable, most likely, for a movie like this. So yeah. anyway, what's happened in the news since then, and this is the interesting part that it's actually taken over, is that Paramount has actually decided to pull the current production, Sonic, and remake him. Like actually completely redo the CG for the Sonic character. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, but it'll be very interesting to see how they plan on doing that because at the end of the day um they've already put in quite a bit of budget for making sonic yeah it didn't turn out well yeah um dude like a hundred million dollars that's the crazy thing like they are so deep in on this already the fact that they're willing to change it though is impressive but the thing i'm worried about is that they're going to change it and it's going to be worse like it's not great the way it is now, but I, I can only imagine how much worse it could possibly get. Well, I've already seen fan mock-ups where they take, for instance, like the color palette and the fuzziness and 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 the features of the of the Sonic character the Paramount has just made. Yeah. For that that they're basically rescinding at this point. Yeah. And I've seen where they've taken all of that and built a Sonic CG model that actually looks good. So really? it, it is possible. It is possible. So certain things like connecting the eyes, like actually connecting them, yeah. it actually looks natural in the fan mock-ups that I've seen yeah. versus what they actually chose to do with Sonic before they pulled him, which is just make a white strip of fur between his two eyes, Yeah, which was really bad. Like just a terrible, awful artistic decision. Yeah. Because that's just like, oh, we know it well, has to be there, but we're just going to find some stupid workaround for well, it. Well, you know, the, well, a lot of what it comes down to for these things is that the people who are making these things are not fans, right? They're animators. They're given a job. They're like, hey, make this work. And the animators do the best of their ability, but they're not loyal to the to the actual IP. Right. So then there's no there's no homage paid. They, they, they do the things that are, make this come out to what looks to them to be natural, but is not at all a reflection of what an actual fan would want yeah. to see, which is something that we see in a lot of movies. And that's why a lot of these game movies don't do well is because they're not given the respect due to the actual franchise. Right. And that, of right. course, is upsetting the fans, which, of course, then makes the movie tank. And th- this was blatantly not paying respect to the fans, right? So people who are yeah. fans of the original Sonic character, and Sonic himself has already evolved over the years, right? He's already mm-hmm. sort of the character models become elongated, and his features are certainly more pronounced than they were, than they were back in the early model, where he yeah. was just a squat little hedgehog with a pot belly, right? Yeah. So they've already evolved the character quite a lot in the modern times. Yeah. So it's, I, I think it's actually a shame to take that that bigger step further to completely anthropomorphize the character. So, so yeah, I'm not even so concerned about that because I mean, there's been so many uh, iterations of the character where he looks very anthropomorphic, but like the the way that they did it, I think was just like it's just uh, a bridge too far, right? Like they just did a little bit too much in one direction, and and that was the blowback for it. Poorly I was, planned. I was looking for the picture to show you what he will likely look like after oh. they completely redo it. Speaking I think of, I think uh, I posted uh, it to the Facebook. Speaking of picture, oh, I here you go. Yeah, so somebody made that up. So, and what's interesting about that is they don't even have to reposition the things that are happening around Sonic. They just have to replace the model. Wow, yeah, that is so much better. Yeah, and in CG, the model's already built around, like, the, the wireframe skeleton, right? So all they have to do is reproportion the wireframe skeleton for the movements of the character. So realistically, this isn't going to cost them an absolute ton of money to redo, certainly a couple million bucks. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, in terms of completely reanimating it, it's actually not, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to be that, a major that challenge. That is like a, a fantastic... Yeah, uh, re- yeah that, that's the rendition I saw. So I'll, I'll save it and repost it on the Run Geek Facebook page so people can hop on there and see it if you want to. Um, By the way, looks look at this. way better. Uh, oh, Vader with the Infinity He's showing gauntlet. me a picture of Vader with an Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> that's yeah. it's extremely cool. That actually looks really good. I love good. that mashup. That's yeah. awesome. That's the mashup costume you could do. 
Yeah, that, this you could one? do Darth Vader, but with an Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, no, but looks... like not that the actual Infinity Gauntlet. No, I think this is better. You think that would be better with the black glove? Yeah, because it's just like it's all Vader, but like it's just an accent that's sick. that is enough to actually show it. So, yeah, I'll repost that picture so people can take a look at it if they're see. interested. So, yeah, that's the film's still on track to come out. So I think it's September, October it's on track to come out for us. So they haven't actually pushed it. And I guess they're being very, very positive that it is definitely going to still come out in some form or another at that point. Well, I'm sure, like, if, once they see, like, that, if they see that specific render and they, you know, grasp it and they see kind of the errors that they made, go ahead. Uh, I think that it'll be very impressive. Yeah. That they went back and they redacted and they changed it. And this is showing uh, that, yet again, where we have a situation where a company has admitted, okay, yeah. we, missed the, we missed the mark. We're willing to admit that. Let's go back and fix it. Um, now, if only the genie could also be fixed. Not going to happen. I'm also, glad, I'm also glad they didn't take the artistic vision defense. I was very concerned that they would end up taking the artistic vision defense about Sonic. Oh, yeah. Saying, like, oh, no, this is the artist, you know. No interpretation nope. of what it was like, no because nope. he's already a thing like it's not this yeah, isn't no, some original there's, work there's no yeah there's no interpretation yeah. it's not like there's here. it's not like all we've ever read is books about sonic but never seen a picture you like know, they, they <laughs> it could they could make sense they could just make it into a huge version of sonic you what? what's that <laughs> sonic you so oh, you don't know what, this. what is that okay i'm not gonna get into it okay yeah 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 no I'll have people to who know after. will know yeah okay i'll show you after cool cool there's no there's no reason to 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 dive into that so look man with or without the update on the Sonic character, I'm still all in on this. I'm good. Like, I'm good. I'm going to go and see it. I'm going to enjoy it. We're going to review it, hopefully. So yeah. if you see it, if I pay for your ticket, will you go? Maybe. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, c- I could probably get Osh to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, I'd probably go as long as I'm available at the time. If okay. it's not like a rush out. Because like the no, end game was end game was a rush out, right? This one, I think we're we can take our time with. We can really take yeah. our time with it. See where the chips fall. See it a few weeks later. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't know. we don't need to do the uh, the immediate uh, review. Yeah, I would I would not I would not call this an all encompassing cultural event like Endgame was. So I think we'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean it has the potential to be good. Yeah. I will admit that it could be good. Yeah. Um, I mean Jim Carrey. It's all about I, Jim Carrey, I, I man. I've seen him in enough stuff lately. I think from the tr- from what it looked like in the trailer, it's actually looking a lot like classic Jim Carrey, which I'm actually really excited yes. about. I, like I hope Riddler, that that's how he comes off. On. Riddler Jim Carrey. Yes. That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's close to the Riddler from Batman Forever as we can get. <laughs> yeah. So good. That was actually one of my favorite Jim Carrey performances. So Really? Oh, yeah. I love it. Love it. I'm trying to think. What is my favorite? Uh, no, I think him as Andy Kaufman was my favorite. Oh, Jim yeah, Carrey in terms of, like, real acting, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, He yeah. freaking killed it as Andy Kaufman. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Uh, he, w- he went a bit over the edge with that, though. No. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the, there was a documentary about, about it? About it, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched that, yeah. So good. Was it called Man on the Moon? No, well, that was Man the movie. Man on the Moon was the movie. Yeah. Uh, and the documentary. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen the documentary, you need to go and see it because he basically did method acting for that role. And yeah. uh, he actually took on the persona of Andy Kaufman to the point where, like, people who knew Andy Kaufman were feeling sentimental about him yeah. taking on a role. And when he shed the role and went back to being... Uh, it, was, it was, like, disorienting yeah, for him, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it was disorienting for him, and they felt like they lost Andy all over again. Yeah. That's how well he played it. Yeah. Like, it was unbelievable. So, yeah, really exciting. Um, so that's cool. That's Sonic the Hedgehog. And I figure we could end this just by talking about maybe a comic that we got here, Free Comic Book Day, yeah. so to pay homage. And uh, the comic I chose is called The Dark Age. This looks like maybe Walking Dead meets... The snapping from Avengers Infinity War <laughs> meets uh, Fallout. I don't know. There's, there's a lot going on here. It meets Borderlands. Hey, wait a second. Back, back up really quick. Back yeah. up really quick. Did Backing I see what up. I thought I saw? There you go. 
You're in it, man. I'm in it. There's a man yelling Alex, but he's looking at a dying pregnant woman. So that's well. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what it looks like at the beginning of this, there's some sort of catastrophe, and this is the Dark Age. Uh, the author and artist aren't right on the front, which is interesting, but it's actually being put out by Red Five Comics. Hi, how's it going? And there's also another item in here featured called Afterburn, also probably from uh, Red Five Comics. So, but oh, here we go. So the writer of this is Dan Hanfield, and the head artist is Leonard Rodriguez. So there you go. And it looks like it actually starts off all the metal around them is disappearing all of a sudden or evaporating. It looks actually similar to the snapping. So and then all of all of the metal. yeah all of the metal is just evaporating. So buildings are collapsing, and this girl's glasses are evaporating, and a spoon evaporates, and the cop's guns. Anyway, it looks really interesting. And then it there's some sort of time jump into the future. Looking very post-apocalyptic. Uh, cities are starting to become overgrown again. And they're doing some hunting and fighting off some raiders. And just otherwise looking really, really cool. So I'm digging this. And I'm probably going to check it out as a series. And it says it debuts in July. So that is that is my free comic book day comic called The Dark Age. Looks very interesting. Yeah. Definitely right up my alley. No, yeah. And for me, uh, I got two here. One from Dark Horse, which is uh, Stranger Things. Uh, that they have a... Uh, and they also have a featuring the Black Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, which is, we should mention, too, Stranger Things next season comes out. Uh, is it this summer? I believe so, yes. Yeah, it's this summer. So that's going to be a major thing for us, too, because I know we're all, we're all fans of the series. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big time Groot. <laughs> so uh, Candy's free if you want some. It's up to him. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got um, it. You got it. <laughs> You got uh, it. Let's see here. Aside from that, though, uh, also a Robotech oh. by... Oh, thank you. Uh, also have a Robotech comic book here. The Robotech, Titan, yeah. By Titan yeah. Comics. I think we were talking about Robotech. So yeah. cause there was one of your comics that you got. So you said it was the uh, end of the original storyline. I don't want to say anything too much until I actually fully go yeah. there and read it properly. Yeah, but yeah. it looked like it was like a the, near the end of the last. Okay. And then uh, something new. Cool. Cool. It looks like interdimensional yeah. stuff. And then I'm also so seeing I'm for a free comic book day, I see Bloodshot. Uh, there's a Minecraft comic, uh, some uh, some random Avengers stuff, I think. I saw a Pokemon uh, comic as well. Pokemon, yeah, there was a Pokemon comic. Spawn was out there. Did yeah, they say Spawn, Spawn already? Yeah. No, that yeah. Was, no, yeah, it was weird that it's I saw Spawn. I was like, oh, I haven't seen Spawn. So I had heard like something that. recently that the, the next Spawn reboot or live action was back on, like it's happening. They are doing so, the live yeah, action? Yeah, yeah. well, they're going to reboot the live action, yeah. Ooh. yeah. So could be good. So the See, fan that was a comic yeah. book movie that I actually really liked. It was great for its day. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh had sort of cla- classic claymation sequences in it, which is kind of yeah. interesting now to look back. Like in 1997, they were still doing that stuff, right? Yeah. Like it's uh, that was still a thing back then. That good old stop motion. Uh, yeah. Claymation. And Mike, Michael Jai White. Yes. So you were also known as one of the gangsters from The Dark Knight. So yep. kind of interesting. And uh, yeah, I'd say this is a pretty successful free comic book day here. No, definitely. Yeah. It's like it's already picking back up again. Yeah. It was, yeah, so it was it dead it for a minute. Waves. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. waves. Yeah. yeah, it's wild, man. It's wild. Cool. All righty. But I guess uh, that'll probably be it for the episode. We'll go ahead and sign off now. I don't know if we're going to get to the uh, Game of Thrones episode three and four recording this week, but we'll try to. And, and if uh, not, we're going to do a huge mashup. Yeah, yeah. we might end up having to have like an episode where we're doing like three straight episodes of Game of Thrones or something. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. It'll be well, pretty it'll be, well. It'll, it'll be good because it'll kind of give us a little bit of uh, what happens after that last episode, which yeah. was so <laughs> Yeah, it, it left off in a really weird place. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to have some, some context for uh, after. I understand that, and I know a lot of people are saying that. I disagree, but you know we'll get into it during the podcast. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay, man. 
Cool, cool. All right. Well, that's uh, Alex Austin signing off, eh? Rob. All right. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week.